Mulewanji, everyone. Welcome to Omoyo Talks, the Omoyo podcast where we talk to interesting people about issues relating to health. And today I'm so honored to have Alina Karimamusama with me here in the studio. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me and for getting my name pronunciation right. Yeah, that's great. Alina is a fighter and a very driven young lady. Having faced many adversities growing up, it is astounding how much this 23-year-old has been able to achieve. Her passion revolves around solving the challenges of gender inequality and economic marginalization facing women and youth in Zambia. Alina is a Queen's Young Leader who founded the Women's Economic Empowerment Project, an organization that strives to end poverty in local communities. She's an award-winning entrepreneur and she has received loads of awards. I'm just gonna mention a few here, but she's received awards from the University of Cambridge, ICE alumni, World Skills Global Champion, EF International Ambassador, Amex Global Leader and Zisha winner and follower and I swear the list just goes on and on and on. Alina is also the founder of Yoni Steam Zambia, a company that specializes in making organic products specifically for women and this includes teas, intimate hygiene washes and of course Yoni Steam itself. I'm so excited to have you here I'm today. Excited welcome, to be welcome, here. welcome. Thank you so much. So, for someone so young, you have achieved so much already. What do you think sets you apart from everyone else? What is your driving force? Where does it come from? I feel like for me, it doesn't feel like I've achieved a lot. So, when one milestone is done, you move on to the next thing, is you continuously set little goals. And I can't say, like, I think we're all individually and uniquely built and we all have something very special about us. So I can't speak about this is what makes me different from everyone else. I think I am just built like everyone else, but I have had different experiences from most people that push me a little bit harder, that push me to the edge and to the extreme more than the average person. Okay, but where does your entrepreneurial spirit come from? I would say a little bit of my mother and my father. And mostly when, I was, when we were growing up, uh, my parents divorced before I was two. So when they split, my mom took the kids and she had sole custody of us. And, but before that, my father was an entrepreneur, um, a very good like entrepreneur. He just wasn't doing things the legal way. So he ran into trouble. And whereas my mother, she had a business, but she had to give up on that and focus on full-time employment and et cetera, because it was more promising at the time and was able to provide sustainable income for us. But I remember when we were younger, we didn't have a lot. So I didn't have all the dolls and toys. So I had to use my imagination a lot, which helped me later in life. Um, I think innovation comes from creativity, and one of the aspects of innovation and creativity is imagination, being able to imagine a solution to something and then try and make that imagination a reality. So we didn't have a lot of toys, and I would play like with maize cobs maybe, or if I would get a doll at Christmas, it wouldn't be like, you go and buy the doll clothes or whatever. So if it's I'm playing with a maize cob, then I would maybe get leaves and put them together and be like, oh, this is gonna be like clothes for my doll. 
or like little scraps of my mom's like old dress or shirt or my old skirt which she hated and I'll cut it up into little things and try to sew little clothes together and say I'm gonna sell this to my friends and, and da, da, da. so she found that very annoying but now it's a story that she shares fondly with like family members so I think that's where my entrepreneur spirit like that's the earliest detection I have of it earliest detection and memory I have of like an entrepreneur spirit Okay, <laughs> wonderful. And um, I remember, I'll never forget the first time I met you. I was so impressed with your passion and enthusiasm when you were speaking about your business and about Yoni Steam. Why did you start Yoni Steam and, and what is it and what does Yoni mean? <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I met you because I was so nervous. <laughs> but, um, Yoni is a Sanskrit word and it means the womb, the uterus, and the vagina. Can I say that? Yes, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> and so Yoni steaming is this ancient um, holistic health practice. It's actually very confusing. A lot of people think it's more about the steam, but it's actually most especially about the herb selection. So it's Yoni steaming is the practice of boiling herbs and the herbs, they release oils when they're boiled in hot water. And so these oils, these delicate oils are carried up through the steam that comes from the boiling hot water. So Yoni steaming, you wanna trap those oils that are released from the herbs, right? So you are sitting on a Yoni steam stool, Yoni steam box, or squatting, kneeling, standing over this bowl of the boiled herbs, freshly boiled, you allow the steam to cool down a little. And the trick is you want to kind of trap all that steam so that it doesn't escape and you want it to penetrate you vaginally and get absorbed into your um, blood, through your blood vessels, through your vaginal tissue muscles. So that's the process, that's what Yoni steaming is. And Yoni steaming is supposed to help you with polycystic ovarian syndrome, irregular menstrual periods, menstrual cramps, it's supposed to aid in womb trauma, cleanse and detox the uterus. Um, it's also supposed to help with trying to conceive. And we have a lot of women that have come back and reported that it did help them. And the business was only able to grow because of referrals and our like strong selection on the perfect blend. Perfect. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow, that was a lot of information. I mean, I remember when I met you the first time, that was the first time I actually heard about Yoni Steam and even that word, Yoni. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember I went and looked it up as well. And as you said, Sanskrit word. And uh, the direct translation is sacred space. And when I heard that, I just loved that because a lot yeah. of the, the words we use for this area of our body, um, they can be a bit, they carry negative mm -hmm. connotations Vulgar to them. and not so respectful. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I felt this yoni, sacred space. How wonderful way to, to refer to, to this area, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I found this beautiful quote that I wanted to share with you and our listeners. Yoni is the portal to life. It is a place from which all life originated. It is a cosmic gate through which we all came here. It is the most feminine part of our body. Oh, that's beautiful. It's beautiful, yeah. yeah beautiful. <laughs> and I feel like with Yoni, it's not, I, I can say that without being embarrassed. I could say that publicly and it wouldn't be a problem, you know? In front of a family members, they might not know what it means, but I can say, oh yeah, Yoni health, how's your Yoni health to my girlfriends <laughs> and such? It's a very beautiful word. Yeah, no, absolutely. 
tell me why Yoni Steam? Where did this idea come from? How did you, why did you find, found the company? So I started my period, re I was typically a very early bloomer. Um, I got these and none of my friends had them. <laughs> I had hair in my armpits and no one else could relate uh, to a number of things also. So I was typically a very early bloomer. So I was the first in like my, within my peers to get the period. So my mother, and when it happened, it was very embarrassing. I was in eighth grade. I think I was about nine, ten, somewhere there. And I was young and everybody else was 16. So they knew that it was a period, but they were scaring me and saying, you're dying, you're bleeding from the inside. And so we went looking for a teacher and it was a male teacher that called my mother and said, um, she's not feeling well, you should come pick her up. And I said, no, I'm fine, but I'm dying, tell her. Oh, no. <laughs> so but when she got there, they told her what happened and we didn't talk about it the whole car ride. I thought we were going home. We ended up at the hospital and they said, oh yeah, it's, it's her period. So. That's how I, oh that was my, my story. Goodness, that's quite traumatic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but because I started my menstruation journey so early in life, um, it came with a few challenges, one of which they tried to control my period and say, okay, maybe if we delay, uh, that would be better for her because she's still quite young, gynecologist, different things like that. So they put me on different medication, which I didn't understand at the time was birth control. And it gave me polycystic ovarian syndrome. And then when that medication took away my period, they gave me more birth control to induce my period. So they wanted a very controlled period. And that made my PCOS worse. So that meant I would get really irregular periods. And when they when they came, the menstrual cramps were really, really bad. Um, hospital visit every month. And um, painkillers, antibiotics, oh, missing wow. school three days in a month. It was that bad. And so a lot of customers, when I get to meet people that are not even customers, a lot of like our users and consumers, when we get, I get to meet them and share my story with them and they share something similar. It's nice because they feel seen and I didn't have that. It felt very like lonely going through it because my cousins and sisters on the other hand was just normal and so that's we started looking for a more well i personally started looking for a more holistic method something more natural and organic because i didn't like the side effects of the birth control my weight was up and down my as a teenager then i became a teenager about 13 of course but like about 13 then my hormones were just woo. <laughs> and so you mix that with birth control it's just not great formula and so I started looking for a more holistic approach to it, and nothing seemed to work. It was something about maca powder, and I would buy maca powder from Umoyo. And so the maca powder would help with the hormones, but it wouldn't help with the menstrual cramps. And so I would constantly be taking maca powder and the other medication that they put me on. And one time, my grandmother was the first person I ever heard Yoni Steam from. So she, my mother finally told her, like, oh, this is what's happening. And she said, you should have told me ages ago, I have a solution. And she came with, like, flowers, which is what Yoni Steam is. It's flowers, it's herbs, it's herbs that we know and cook with, rosemary, thyme, and then we have motherwort and all these other intricate things. And then she looked at it and she told me, so this is what we're going to do. And I said, eh, no. <laughs> there's no way <laughs> I was very confused but of course I was young and this is you didn't talk about your yoni and so I was just I said there's no way that's happening and she said no it's herbs and I said herbs so does that mean it's what is it witchcraft do we practice witchcraft now 
So my grandmother took it very personally. And actually, when she comes into the spa or sees the business, and then I take her, sometimes we'll go and we'll buy one product to support, like with my family. So when I did that with her the first time, she said, oh, you're now a witch, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Out of pettiness. Um, So then later on, uh, continuous, I was still doing research. Then I discovered Yoni Steaming. It had a name to it, so that made it better. And I read up on it, and I realized this is similar to what my grandmother was saying or trying to get me to do like a few years ago. So there is a tradition of mm-hmm. this in Zambia. Yeah, except in Zambia, it's, it's kind of, you throw it either directly on the, like a brazier, and the women stand over it traditionally. And then in Kenya, they use jasmine flowers. It's, it originates from Africa and China is where it can be traced back to. So I don't know if it started in China first and came to... Asia first then came to Africa, or Africa then went to Asia. Okay. It's still a confusion. So your grandmother introduced you, Mm -hmm. and eventually you tried it, and what happened? So eventually I tried it on my own. I grew the herbs myself, rosemary, what I could grow, what sounded familiar to me. Mother words at the time didn't, so I said, okay, this I know, this I know, this I know, I can grow this. So my mother thought, oh, she's taking up gardening. And I did it on my own in secret and in private. And then I would use the fresh herbs and then I got better results when I would dry the herbs. So then I started drying them, using it on my own. And I started to get less and less, like fewer cramps. And then it came to a point where my period started coming regularly, like absolutely normal three to five day period every month around the same date. So I how had you struggled before? How for how many months had you struggled before before then? I think it was like four to five years. maybe even almost six years. Now I can't remember, but it was years. Okay. From the time I started my period basically to about sixteen. And how long after starting using the Yoni Steam did you start seeing these positive results? Three months. Three months, okay. Yeah, my first three months was like, okay, this is great, this is great. And how I, often were you doing I it? I was doing it once a month, and then I started doing it once every three weeks. And now I steam maybe once every three to four months. So you don't need to steam every week or every month. That's like a frequently asked question of us. So we went back to the gyno after my personal experience. And the gynecologist said, oh, wow. So our medic, I said, no, no, no. This is, this is what I've been doing. It's holistic. And my mother was very excited to tell them as well. And of course, I continued with other things, other supplements like maca, which I buy in Momoyo. Like I've bought in Momoyo for years. <laughs> And we recommend buying like maca powder from Memorial to everyone when you're using Yoni Steam and for hormonal issues. Um, so then the gynecologist actually, like when we explained to him, he said that was very interesting. Then he said, you know, he called my mother back later. We had a personal relationship because I've had the same two gynos since my first menstruation journey to now. And so I called my mother and he said, this is, um, I don't usually do this and etc. but my niece is 24. She just recently got married. They've been trying to have a baby. She suffers the same. She's up at PCOS just as long as your daughter. So I thought maybe I can give her your details and she could talk to you directly. So my mother asked if that was okay with me. I said, yes. So then she asked what, we, I, what I did and what worked for me. And I explained to her. But she said she couldn't figure it out. So the first client I ever had um, was her. And I said, okay, well, I could dry and grow these for you. And I gave her one kg of herbs. And they don't live in Zambia anymore. But um, she introduced Yoni Steaming and referred me to a whole bunch of clients that I had no intention of turning this into a business. But I knew that I wanted, once that happened, I knew that 
there's more women or girls that have been through what I've been through. And I just, you kind of feel a sense of duty to help and share the knowledge that this is what helped me and this is how. And so that's how Yoni Steam Zambia was kind of born. Wonderful. <laughs> so I have um, one of your products here, the Healing Yoni Steam. Mm -hmm. How many herbs are in here? How many different herbs are there? 13. 13 herbs. And do you grow those herbs yourself or? We tried for about a year. It was very, for about two years, it was very difficult for some of them because they need to go under certain conditions. But for the most part, we grow about 10 herbs in there. And then the other three we import or just buy from already available sources. Okay. And uh, I'm going to open this packet here. I mean, it smells, it smells beautiful. Divine, yeah. <laughs> Mmm, very, very nice. And um, <laughs> see if people can see the people watching us on YouTube. So it's just, it's just dried herbs, really, yeah. And dried herbs and flowers, yeah. And flowers, okay. Mm -hmm. So for people who've never heard about this before, now just talk us through, if someone buys a packet of this, what do they do exactly? So two things that you can do with the Yoni steam. You can use it as a Yoni steam or you can use it as kind of like a perennial herb bath. Okay, so you draw, if you're going to use it as a, a bath, you're going to draw a shallow bath and you're still going to boil water. Like then you throw the, just the same way that you would cook pasta. It's a really simple cooking like process. And you're going to get about two cupfuls of Yoni steam herbs, throw them into your boiling water, steep that for five, 10 minutes. How much water would you use? I would use about 1.5 liters to one, one liter to 1.5 liters of water. For two cups of the, mm -hmm. the herb. For two cups of the Yoni steam herbs. And you boil that? Yes. So make sure the water, before you add in your herbs, the water has to be really like hot and bubbling, boiling. Yeah. And then once you put in your herbs, you have to steep covered. And you can give it a stir, like one or two stirs throughout the entire 15 minutes. And once the 15 minutes is done, you're going to allow it to cool for an additional five minutes. And then you're going to pour that into your bath. And the water should not be too hot. It should be warm, like just breathable enough where it's not burning you. And you just kind of sit in that. And I would recommend that for anyone who has like thrush, because Yoni Steaman does help, the herbs do help with symptoms of thrush and UTIs. But of course you can't bring too much heat when you're already experiencing thrush because it could make your like symptoms worse. And so it's better if you are using it to cure thrush symptoms to draw a shallow bath and use it as a perennial bath blend instead. Okay. And then when you're Yoni steaming, you cook it the same way and then you transfer it to a ceramic like or metal silver dish yeah. and you allow the steam to cool again the steam carries the oils it's not about the steam so even if it's not really hot like the steam is in a lot it's still about the oils really important you shouldn't steam for over 30 minutes so typically it's like 25 minutes and by then the herbs would have stopped releasing the oils so we give it an extra five minutes so if you're steaming from the yoni steam spa you steam for 30 minutes just because of that extra contingency time the five minutes and if you're doing it from home make sure you have a blanket a towel or a yoni steam gown or dress and you want to put it under you directly under you um, if you have a yoni steam stool under a yoni steam stool and you sit over it and make sure you cover yourself so that the steam is trapped and the only way it's going is it's penetrating you and who would do this? Is it just if you have problems in that area, problems with your period, or can anyone do it? I would say even women that don't have any underlying like uterine, ovarian, menstrual 
issues can do a yoni steam. It just means you would do a yoni steam like twice a year. You don't need to do it as frequently as somebody And what would be the benefits of that then? A detox to your uterus after. So sometimes we have menstrual blood that stays sitting in the uterus after a period. For most women, it comes out naturally. So you find randomly in the middle of a month, maybe before a period or after, you experience spotting. So it's all that excess menstrual blood that's just coming out. But sometimes it doesn't happen often. So then a yoni steam is just a great way to cleanse and detox the uterus, get rid of all that excess menstrual blood and any excess waste that might be sitting in the canal there. And that's good because it prevents, it helps to lessen your risk of contracting cervical cancer, of getting cervical cancer. So when all of that excess waste and etc. comes into contact with HPV, that could be like a direct recipe for cervical cancer. It's not a cure for cervical cancer, but it would help reduce the risks of you getting it. Okay. So if you're healthy, you have no issues, then once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. And if you have something in particular that you're working on, say... Uh, infertility you mentioned mm -hmm. how often would you do it then how often would you steam so again it would depend we always advise a consultation at the spa but the great thing is on our label it does indicate how often you should steam so if you're trying to conceive if you're TTC it's really important to not do a yoni steam on your ovulation days so you need to know your ovulation days and it's best to steam four days before ovulation or four days after ovulation and you can steam say once a month, but you should always check, before you do yoni steam, always check and make sure that you're not pregnant. And I think the best would be those plan B ones. Is it plan B? I'm not sure. They, I, I buy them um, at a pharmacy nearby your East Park store, and they are able to detect if you're two weeks to one week pregnant. And we resell those in the spa. So it's like, okay, if you think you're pregnant, just check and make sure that you're not pregnant because whether you're two weeks pregnant to eight months pregnant and you do a yoni steam it could induce early labor so okay. of course you don't want um an induced miscarriage and etc okay are there any other contraindications yeah if you have tearing on your yoni area it's best to do a perineal bath instead of a steam because that could irritate the skin where the wound is and of course i talked about thrush if you have severe symptoms of thrush better to do a bath over a steam because that could make it worse okay okay and i know yes you have the product but you also have a yoni steam spa here in lusaka which is phenomenal who who come who are your customers are they young old do they have issues or are they just curious to try it oh, out wow. We have really diverse um, like clientele. So initially, I thought we would have customers maybe once a week, like one person. No, we get we've been booked and busy <laughs> since we opened, and it's really diverse. Our youngest that I know of has been 13, and she came in with her mother. Her mother brought her because she suffers severe menstrual cramps and etc. So for 13 year olds, we try to and the younger audience, we try to make it really fun also and of course you get like a complimentary back massage and shoulder when you're steaming lovely. and a complimentary glass of herbal tea you could find red passion actually lovely <laughs> or one of our yoni teas yoni juice or a glass of bubbly and then our oldest that i know has been about 68 um 68 to 72 and they come to Keep their sex life spicy. They're married, <laughs> so which is another me. benefit of yoni steaming. <laughs> so maybe go into a bit more detail. How does yoni steam help that? So um, yoni steaming. Some a lot of the herbs that we use are anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antimicrobial. But when it comes to the anti-inflammatory herbs, they help to kind of 
um, tighten the vaginal wall muscles. Okay, so, and it helps to increase your, yoni semen does help to increase your libido. And we had an experience, we've had a few experiences at the spa where somebody, my mother really shouldn't listen or watch this, and somebody's, neither should my in-laws, and somebody's doing a yoni steam and they orgasm on the chair. Yeah. Oh my goodness, wow. <laughs> it's happened a few times. Um, but it depends, like, it, it depends on a number of things. So yoni steaming does help with that and just your vagina um, and your, your, like your floor muscles. So it helps with that. And helps with lubrication, I believe, mm -hmm. as well. It helps with lubrication. You find that you're better lubricated. And you, when you're better lubricated for women, you get less of the little tears and scarring and such during intercourse. Okay. And it helps women who have just, um, if you are most recently postpartum, you just delivered within a period of a year. It helps to bring you back to where you were before baby. Okay. And how quickly after uh, delivering can you... So if you have, it depends if you had like a natural, normal birth, uh, every birth is, is natural, normal, but if you had like the vaginal delivery yeah. birth, then you can steam, if you don't have any stitches or tearing, you can steam two weeks after, and if you do have any stitches, then it's better to get the, we have a postpartum herbal salt bath, which has Aoni steam herbs and about eight different types of salt, mostly Epsom salt, and that helps you heal and recover better, so you try the salt first, it will dry you out and draw out all that maybe excess fluid that's sitting in the uterus, and then you can do a Aoni steam after you've taken off your stitches. Okay, wonderful. So for anyone who wants to find out more about this or connect with you, what is the best way to get in touch with you? We have an Instagram page, Yoni Steam Zambia. And um, if you Google Yoni Steam Zambia, a lot of details come up. Our email, our location, we're on Google Maps, and our contact details also like phone numbers and etc. So they can reach us that way. And what is the future going to be like? What is next for Yoni Steam? What is the vision? We're expanding. We are in all Amora stores countrywide, firstly. A few um, chemists and pharmacies as well. We have a location and a base in Namibia too. We have Yoni Steam Namibia and we have a Yoni Day Spa in Namibia. Uh, we have our products in Malawi, Botswana, South Africa also. And so I think expanding more... We're open in like a natural health clinic, so all things Yoni, and our, we're expanding our store. We've also expanded our Yoni Steam locations. We have one that's open in a Yoni Steam station at Dermo Obsessions. It's also in Showgrounds, and it's actually open in tomorrow. So I'm oh, very exciting, <laughs> exciting, wonderful. And even though this is, um, like you said, your grandmother knew about Yoni Steaming, and it is a, a tradition that goes back uh, for centuries, do young, modern women know about yoni yes, steaming? Yeah. Yes, when we started, for sure, no. It was kind of, I got the same um, feedback or like reactions as I gave my mother. So you give what you get in the universe, right? What you put is what you get in. Because I definitely got that, oh, is, is this witchcraft? It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then 
we would post like videos and once we did open the spa, we were selling the product before and then once we did open the spa and people could come in and interact and thank God for social media because then people are posting while they're doing Ayani Steam and it's like, it's not this secret or taboo thing and our ha we have hashtags that people love to use and it's love your Yoni, Yoni Steam, Yoni Love, Yoni Popping, things like this. Oh, so wonderful, yeah. It's nice, we have a really beautiful community of women that understand how sacred it is to take care of yourself and your sacred space mm. okay no wonderful alina thank you so much for coming through and telling us about yoni steam uh such an incredible product and i think it's particularly wonderful that you young lady has built this company from scratch through mm -hmm. overcoming your own problems and you did your research and you came up with this and also the fact that you're growing a lot of your herbs yourself I love your story and Thank I wish you. you all the best going forward. Thank you so much. You have been a huge... I don't think I told you this before, but you have been a huge inspiration for my journey. So thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, to all our listeners and viewers, thank you so much for tuning in today. I wish you a fabulous day. Go out and live your best life. And until next time, bye. <laughs>